So tonight our first session is entitled, The Crucial Need of This Present Age of the 21st Century. Pause and ponder for a moment, what is the crucial need at this current moment of Christianity? To a man that's hooked on drugs, he say heroin. To a man who fall in love, in addiction in love, he say marriage is on my agenda. To a man who has a career in his heart, he wants promotion, he wants more money. But if tonight we want to talk to you personally, and if I am an in reporter interviewing your life, I say, what is the most crucial need of your life at this very moment? How would you reply? If we cannot answer this question accurately, we will be led astray. There are many winds of doctrine that brings error into the body of Christ today. And so tonight is only the beginning and we will continue to share in the next two days. Would you turn your Bible with me to the book of Luke chapter 24? Luke chapter 24, we will sub-entitle this message, Halak with God, or we call it Walking with God. Can I ask you a question now? What day is today? Oh, my precious friends from New Jersey who pray for me, what day is today? What day is today? We'll answer the question if you understand where you are in God's program today. So I will start reading from verse 13. 
and behold, and behold, God wants us to open up our eyes to see carefully. Some of you are going to see and you will understand. Some of you have eyes but you have failed to see. I pray that you can see tonight. Do you have eyes that can see, ears that can hear? What the Spirit of God is going to speak to you tonight. He said, two of them. When you walk with God, it is simply two of them. They say two is a company, three is a crowd. Two is the best. It is you alone and the Holy Ghost. Your spiritual life is you and God walking on this journey of life. And he said, two of them went that same day, that same day. So what day is that day? The scriptures say that same day. So what is that day? Luke 24 verse 1 talks about the day, the first day of the new week, which is resurrection morning. And in verse 7, it described to us that day. He's saying the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and the third day rise again. What day? Third day. What is this third day? The third day is called Resurrection Day. There are some prophetic messages that have been released into the body of Christ recently called the Third Day Church. So, 
They say we are now exit approaching the third millennium. We are the third day church. On that same day, that resurrection day, that third day, two of them was walking. Two in the Bible is a number to talk about witness. The Bible says, where there are two or three witnesses, a truth shall be established. What day is the day of witness? On the resurrection day, on the third day, which is the same day, which is today, where two of us, me and the Holy Ghost, walking on the journey of life, we are going to bear witness of the glorified Savior and Christ. The third day is not, oh, it feels so good to have the Holy Ghost. Oh, it's so good. It's not just to have a feeling. The Holy Spirit come upon your life so that you can be witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, and in Samaria, and in the uttermost part of the earth. Are you keen to be a witness? This is a day of resurrection. Now I want you to hold your Bible there. We are going to flip into the back pages of the Old Testament, into the book of Hosea, and then we'll come back to Luke. The book of Hosea, 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 it's already done, in good tension. Hallelujah, Hosea chapter 6, verse 1 to 3. Have you found Hosea? Amen. Ready? Now this book is a prophetic book. I believe that when you read the Bible, don't read it just like an ordinary book. Ordinary book. It's a prophetic book. It's going to speak to you right now. How many of you want a word from God tonight? Well, some want it, the others don't want it. Oh, alright, now everybody want it. And I'm going to release a prophetic word to you right now. 
Are you ready? It is not a word of the yesterday. It's a word of today. Ready? It begins with thus saith the Lord. Come! Come, let us return unto the Lord. Come and let us all return to the Lord. And he goes on to say in verse 2, After two days will he revive us, and in the third day he will raise us up again, and we shall live in his sight. God say to us right now, we are on the third day, the day of resurrection. Jesus had died 2,000 years ago. Two days have passed by us. We are now living on the third day. And on this third day, on this day of resurrection, God say, I will revive you. I will lift you up, I will raise you up. You will never go down, you will go up. You shall live and not die. Some of you are struggling in your faith and God say, I'm going to lift you up and you will live in my presence. May the Lord breathe life into you. I say you live for God on the third day. On the second day you live for yourself because you are in Adam. On the third day in Christ you are living for Him. And he continued to tell us. Then shall we know if we follow on to know the Lord. 
Ladies and gentlemen, on the third day, he's going to revive us. On the third day, he's going to lift us up. On the third day, he's going to give us life. And on the third day, you are going to know the Lord. This is the day that we want to know Jesus more intimately. What day is this? This is the third day. What day is this? This is a day of knowing Christ intimately. A lot of us, when it comes to April, about the, the resurrection day, we talk simply in general terms. There is no substance in the proclamation of the gospel. But today, God say on resurrection day, every child of God will be resurrected, every child of God will live, and every child of God is going to know Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, if the third day is the day of knowing God, and today you have no interest to know God, you are not living on the third day, you are still living in the tomb of Calvary. My God, change your calendar. You are not on the second day. You are on the third day. It's time that you come and know Jesus. Do you want to know Jesus? Let me explain to you the term resurrection. Resurrection is the prevailing condition that has passed through death. In resurrection, there is no death. You may be thinking now, you say, oh, I'm not worthy to live on that resurrection day. But I'm telling you, every one of us sitting here, you are now living in the reality of the resurrection day. Because John 5, 24 says, I will give you the everlasting life, and who that believe on me have passed from life unto death unto life. Have you received Christ? You have everlasting life? God is saying that is the evidence of passing from death unto life. You have paid resurrection. 
Resurrection life is a state of being. You see, why does this resurrection life so different from human life? Now we are, are going on a journey tonight. Tomorrow we will discover even deeper. Tomorrow all of us will come back to the original blueprint of what is Christianity. I've seen Christians have walked away from the apostolic faith of the Bible. We are going to bring them back. And then on Sunday, I'm going to show you the roadmap of how and when will you recognize the deeper life. So resurrection life is a state of being or an overcoming life. That's what it means. That overpowered and rise above the realms of death. You say, what a funny definition that is. This definition was given by Watchman Nee. That's what he said resurrection life is all about. The second day is a day of death. The third day is a day of living. So if you can cross over death, you will live. And who has life? God. If you lay hold of God, you are living. If you don't have God, you are dead. Now, resurrection, according to Luke 24, verse 13 that we just read, verse 13 about two men walking, and in that story, how they encountered Jesus of the resurrection. So I conclude. If now we are living on the third day, we must do things that are relevant on the third day. 
On the second day, you have to know and you must be in the place of what the land called Palestine to get to know Jesus if you are living on the second day. If you are on the second day, get a passport, go to Jerusalem. Jesus is there. But now you're on the third day. Ladies and gentlemen, on the third day is walking and communion with God. This is what the entire story is all about. Two disciples walking and talking with Jesus on the road to Emmaus. Ladies and gentlemen, on the third day is not about ministry. On the third day is about walking with God and communing with God. The Bible talks about two person walking. So I want to talk to you now about this word, walk. Because if you understand this word, walk, tonight, you will understand the activities, the spiritual activities of the third day. You know, a lot of people, they are praying to know the will of God. They could be fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, seeking God. God, what is your perfect will for me on this third day? And God is telling you, walking and communing with God. Have you found the will of God? Have you found the will of God? Put up your left hand. Walking with God. This is walking with God. Then you put out and put up your right hand. And say communion with God. Do you have two hands or one hand? Two hands. So lift up the both hands. In this third day, I know the perfect will of God for my life. The will of God for my life is walking and communion with Jesus. Amen? You got it? So you don't have to look for a prophet to prophesy over you anymore. Amen? 
So let's talk about this word walk right now. So this word walk in the Hebrew language is the word halak. This word halak in the Old Testament occur 207 times. And then they use another English word, went, W-E-N-T, in the Old Testament, actually in the originally, also is the word halak. Uh, and it occurred 367 times. Therefore, the word walk is a very important word in the Old Testament. Because it occurred 574 times. You say, why must we know this word? I understand this word is so simple. Not really that simple. Sometimes you use words and terms loosely. You know, we, we use terms like, oh, this person is so spiritual, he walks with God. Right, right? You hear people say, oh, that person walked with God. Let us see what is the meaning of the word walking with God tonight. This word halak or the word walk, it means to when forth walking. To and fro, up and down. Continually. Hello? Continually? It doesn't continue. (laughs) Anything happened? Hello? Is it? But it looks soft. Continually. Give me a bit more. Continually on a journey like a traveler. In the original meaning of the word halak, it actually means went forth to and fro, walking up and down continually on a journey like a traveler. It is not like what we thought, just walking. You say, oh, well, that is the Old Testament, but how about the New Testament? The New Testament, again, there's no volume. Can I, can I change the mic? I come again. Oh, praise the Lord. In the New Testament, the Greek word is the word peripatio. It occurs 100 times. It means to go about 
walk around. 就是啊，向前走，而且循环的啊在走。So in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, it conveys the same meaning. 我要讲的点是说，在旧约所解释的跟新约所用的字，它的意思在本质上所解释的方向是意思是一样。Watch the movement of my hands and my fingers. 你现在可以注意我手来解释这个动作。And this is a man that's walking. 这就是表明一个人在走路。Walking to, walking fro. Walking fro. Ah, walking to, walking fro. 走向前，走回来。Walking up and walking down. 向上走，向向下走。Continually. In other words, when you talk about a man that walks with God, you make sure you know what that man was doing. Because the word halak speaks about constancy, continually, and consistently. 所以当我们讲说哈拉的时候，我们是在描述表明这个人与神同行的时候，是持续的、不断的来行进与神同行。My friend, God's will for you is to walk with Jesus. 所以神在我们身上意思是，心意是要与耶稣同行。Let your walk, let your walk with Jesus is going to be a constant walk. 所以与耶稣同行是一个持续性的与神同行。The will of God is that you have a consistent walk. 所以与神同行是持续的，继续与神同行。It's from Monday to Sunday. 所以就是从礼拜一到礼拜天都与神同行。Sunrise to sunset. 从日出到日落都与神同行。Day and night, night and day. That is the meaning of the word walk. 都与神同行。So if a man doesn't walk on a consistent daily basis. He is not qualified to use the word halak. So you better know that person privately, whether he walks with God every day. Now I'm going to talk to you about the very first time this word walk or halak is mentioned in the Bible. And then we will understand what is the meaning of halak. Let's turn to the book of Genesis chapter 3 and verse 8. And they heard the voice of the Lord God Walking in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Ladies and gentlemen, the word halak that is first mentioned is found in this context. Adam and Eve heard the footsteps, the halak of God walking in the garden. 
这样的经节呢，是告诉我们说，那一天亚当跟夏娃听见上帝在园中行走，这个字好了就是行走。You may thought that when you read that verse, you thought Jesus walked into the garden leisurely. 我们有时候我们在说与神同行，好像是在讲说耶稣啊，闲来没事在园中慢慢的散步。Actually, in the Hebrew. God was walking up and down, to and fro, going, walking round about in search of Adam. He, he was walking in a, in a great territory, just looking for Adam. What is halak? The first time halak was used is found in the Garden of Eden. And the story of Eden is about man having a love affair with Adam. Because Eden is pleasure. What is in the garden that has pleasure? Not the fruit trees. Not the animals or the fowls of the air. Eden means pleasure because God has a delight in man and man has a delight in God. Therefore, Halak primarily has to do with a love walk. When you say that that man or that woman walked with God, are you telling me that that man and that woman love God? If that man only really love God, you cannot use that term walk. Now you understand, it's not just spending time, it's having a love relationship. But I'm telling you, the very first time that I word halak has to you, it's not in reference to man, but it's in reference to Jehovah God. God was walking to and fro, up and down, in search of his lover. 
，向前走，向后走，向上走，向下走，为了就是要寻找他所爱的亚当夏娃。He's looking for you. 就是 looking for you. 就是在寻找你。Not you halak with God, but God is halaking with you, walking in the garden, looking for you. 不是你先与神同行，还是神先行走出来，为了要寻找你。And you put up your left hand, and you say that I know the will of God is walking with Jesus. 所以当你举起你的左手，你讲说我要与神同行。Do you know that the will of God is that you love Jesus? That's what Halak is all about, loving Jesus. This is the third day, the day of resurrection. It's the day of two lovers loving each other deeply, intimately with one another. My sister from New Jersey, it's not just about prayer, it's about a love affair. 所以啊，从这些出来的弟兄姊妹，我们在讲的不是只有与神在一起而已，祷告而已，而是与神同行走。Oh, my friend Haynes from Washington, it's not about worship, it's about a love affair. 所以啊，是与神有爱的关系。Do you know the will of God now? 现在很清楚知道神的心意吗 ？Right. Now we will take a look at the second time the word halak is mentioned in the Bible. It is found in Genesis chapter five, verse twenty-two. It simply says, "Enoch halak with God." Now we have a second meaning of how to walk with God tonight. Who is Enoch? Enoch, according to the New Testament in the book of Jude 14 and 15, he said, Enoch is from the seventh generation from Adam. And he said, he was a prophet prophesying that God's judgment will come upon all that are ungodly in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, God will judge homosexualism. If they don't repent of their sin, then judgment will come. If they repent, salvation will come. So, every person, so Enoch was a prophet. So Enoch is a prophet. A prophet is a man who have a close walk with God. A prophet is a man who have a close walk with God. A prophet is a man that obeys the voice of God. Therefore, a prophet is a holy 
man of God. 所以先知应该是一个非常圣洁属神的。Therefore, the second meaning of halak it has to do with holiness. 所以第二个 halak 的用法是跟圣洁的生命行为有关。Now we are just beginning. Only I have not even touched my text yet. We have not come to what I'm going to say. We just start off only. 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 所以，当我们说那个人与神同行，我们的意思在讲说，那个人是充满了圣洁的果子吗 ？Brother, are you holy? 弟兄，你圣洁吗 ？If you're not holy, you're not walking with God. 如果你不是圣洁，你就不是与神同行的。How can a holy God walk with unclean people? 圣洁的神如何与一个不圣洁的人同行呢 ？So don't boast. Oh, I have a, a walk with God. 不要自不要自夸说哦，你看我是一个与神同行的人。Now, look at it carefully. 所以，然后我们仔细来看。First time in Genesis three, it was God halak for man. 所以第一次在第三章创世纪，神用行走来寻找人。Second time it mentioned was man halak with God. 所以第二次用行走的时候，却是颠倒过来，是人圣洁的人来寻找神，神同走。So tonight, are you walking with God, or is God looking for you? 所以你今天如果用这个字，好吗？是你一个圣洁的人在寻找神，或者是神在寻找你呢 ？The first time, why it started off with God and not man, because Adam fell into sin. 为什么第一次是用在神寻找人呢？因为在当时人是陷入在罪恶的当中。The second time was Enoch obeyed the laws of God. 第二次为什么人能够在圣洁的里面？是因为以诺遵循了神的话语。So the will of God for our life is not only just to love Jesus, but to live a holy life for Jesus. 所以神在我们身上的心意，不是只有让我们爱我们的神而已，而是愿意行走在一条圣洁的道路上。Now the third time the word halak is mentioned in the Bible. 第三次 halak 在圣经里面被使用是在。We are not going to turn to that scripture. 我们不一定要翻到那个经节。It is in Genesis six nine. 在啊第六章十四节。啊九节。九节 nine. It's talk about Noah. 是。But now I want to refer to you to the fourth time, which is in Genesis chapter seventeen, verse one. 第四个地方是提到啊，哈拉是在七章第一节。It talks about how God spoke to Abraham. He said, "Walk or halak before me." 在这个地方是七章的第一节，是讲到说与我同行，或者是走向我。The fourth time, when God used the word halak, and the third time when He used the word halak, He has to do with one thing. It is called covenant. So, in the third time, the fourth time's use, we clearly know that halak and covenant 
When man walk with God, God say, I want to make a covenant with you. After he made that covenant in Genesis 15, then in Genesis 17, God said, Now you walk with me. Therefore, the third meaning of halak, it has to do with covenant relationship. Covenant relationship can be summarized in one word, it simply means obedience. You lift up your left hand just now. Now you understand that the will of God for your life is to love Jesus. To be willing to live a holy life. And you are also willing to obey God at all costs. So you grab all these three things and put it into your pocket. So you are going to bring those three things home. Now you know, I'm going to walk back to my car, I'm going to walk back to my home while I'm walking, I know what is walking with God now. I want to show you something very interesting. Let's turn to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 11. Chapter 11 and verse 22. After you read that, you will say, now let's read verse 22. He said, If you shall diligently keep this commandment which I command you to do them, talks about obedience. To love the Lord your God, to walk in all of His ways, and to cleave unto Him. He said, Pastor, when I read this verse, it's no. There's no woo. I don't like this verse. It's a, it's a very heavy commandment here. Are you ready for the but if I show you that, you must walk together with me afterwards. Are you ready for the wall? Alright? Then I'll show you the, where, where the wall, alright? You ready? Alright. The wall, must notice verse 22, my Bible says, for, it begins with the first word, it means because. 
Form is because. 因为在英文的圣经里面第一个字出现的是 Therefore, because means is linked with the former verse. 就是一个文法上有 So let's look at verse 21. That your days may be multiplied, you will never die in September 11. <笑> 像你们列书所提示应许给他们的地上得以增多所以你不会在九一一时掉 No terrorist acts will kill you 所以没有恐怖分子的行动能够把你摧毁掉 No cancer can kill you 没有任何癌症能够把你摧毁掉 That your days may be multiplied 而且你的日子要得以增多 Tell yourself you're going to live long on this earth 所以神告诉你说你要在世上长寿啊等你啊不是爹你啊 when God promised you long life, He also promised you your children. Then He say, In the land which the Lord swore unto your fathers to give them. Verse 22, we just read just now. If you were to obey God, to love God, and to follow His ways, which means holiness. Now, this is what He promised you. Better than long life. Better than long life. Because why? Some people have long, miserable life. <laughs> so we want to have long, good life. Now this is what he said. Relate, really? He said, as the days of heaven upon days of heaven upon the earth not days of hell upon the earth I tell you you say where is heaven? heaven is in my home you don't have to go to heaven to see heaven. Come to my home. Look at how I live my life. Woo! That is heaven. When a husband loves the wife and a wife loves the husband, that is heaven on earth. When the pastor loves the church and the church loves the pastor, there is heaven on earth. If you are living in heaven, piao piao, woo woo woo, it is heaven. Right? That's why it pays to walk with God. 
The three keys that you put in your pocket, knowing this, you walk with God, you have days of heaven upon the earth. Now I want to bring it from the Old Testament, I will bring now into the New Testament in Romans chapter 8. Verse 3 For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sent His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh. Please come tomorrow. Because tomorrow I will tell you the secret of my life. People ask me, what do I do in my time with the Lord? Do you read the Bible? Do you pray in tongues? And so on. Tomorrow, I will tell you the secret of all secret of spirituality. How many of you want to be a spiritual man and woman? Then I will urge you, come, even if you are from New Jersey. Because the thing that I'm going to share with you is going to last you a lifetime. Even if you don't have a chance to attend another seminar, that message will last you for a long, long time until Jesus comes. I pray that you will tell your friends to come tomorrow. Because tomorrow you will agree with me. This is the secret of all secret of spirituality. Now verse 3 talks about Jesus dying on the cross. Why does, why does he die for sinful flesh? He died on the second day and on the third day he tells us the reason in verse 4. Number one, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us. One day in Matthew chapter 22, verse 36 to 40, 
He said, "What's the greatest commandment in the Bible?" He said, "Love." Romans chapter thirteen, verse eight to ten. He said, "All the law is fulfilled in one word." And that is love. He says here that the. Righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us. That is talking about love. The first key I just gave you just now, loving God, love. Then he says, "Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit." 接着，第四节讲说，是成就在我们这不随从肉体，是随从圣灵的人身上。That's the second key, the holy walk we've given to you just now。所以第二把钥匙就是在圣灵的当中，圣洁的里面与神同行。Then the third key about obedience is in verse five, verse six, verse seven。第三把钥匙顺从就是在第五节、第六节、第七节。Therefore, theologically. This is the same truth in the Old Testament and also in the New Testament. Notice when it talks about resurrection in Romans eight, it talks about the Holy Spirit. So, if you want to have a love walk, a holy walk, an obedient walk, you need the Holy Spirit. My friends in New Jersey, you need the Holy Ghost. I don't know who you are, but like Isaiah 35 verse 6, where there is parched ground will be turned into pool of water, streams in the desert. God wants to give streams in the desert. You don't have a breakthrough, God is going to give you a stream in the desert. Streams of water represent life. God is going to create life in your desert life. Are you facing that condition? Inside you, you feel like a parched ground, a desert place at times. My friends from New Jersey, you are very precious to me. Because you make a prize coming all the way to New York. But God is saying, I want to create streams in your life. Are you feeling dry? 
If you want, would you lift up your hand? I'm talking about the New Jersey people first. Yes, because God spoke to me when you came in. God spoke to me. I will create streams in the desert place. I'm going to pray for you afterwards. Afterwards, we are going to pray, and I want to pray for you that there will be streams in your desert place. Now we're talking about the Holy Spirit. Now the Holy Spirit, the, I'm talking about the five purposes, the five missions of the Holy Spirit on planet Earth. Now, by now you should know that the word is not shallow. Because tonight we are talking about life in the deep. That's what you are coming for. You are not here just for a three-point sermon. Five purpose of the Holy Spirit. Number one, the Holy Spirit came into our life to impart the grace of Christ likeness. Amen, brother. Come. You know why I just now ask you to walk from the back to the front? I like you. Because last year you make a very strong impression in my heart. Because you told me I want to sleep at the altar. I went all over the world to talk about you. But do you know why I call you from the back to the front? Because I told you, one before, one before. Now you know what is going on with God. Today晚上的信息是跟你说话，walking，跌倒，来，从刚才你走路的时候，你有没有？就当你在做什么？你的动作就是你的脚在走路啊。我是用你的行动跟你说话，God God wants to give you fruits. Fruits. That all the anger from your eyes will go away. Yes. Because the same eyes is the same eyes that I saw in my Godson. I say, wow, your eyes so fierce. <laughs> you know, there was deep seated anger inside him. 
像从里面长生根一样，很深的根啊，恨的。But today, my godson, his eyes are sparkling clear. <笑>今天我的啊，这个啊，属灵的历史已经啊，他的眼睛是非常的闪亮。And I'm going to pray that your eyes will change. Pray for your bad-tempered husbands. 发脾气暴躁的的丈夫祷告。我们可以为我们啊暴躁脾气的丈夫来祷告。Pray that they will have the fruits of the Holy Spirit. 祷告他身上能够结出圣灵的果子。So it's not just about him; it's about all of us need to be changed. 所以不是在讲啊，他而已。这个弟兄也是在讲我们每一个人。I pray that he will change. 我祷告，深深祷告，希望他能够改变。And you are going to be changed. 哎，你会被改变。That's the purpose. The the Holy Spirit comes into our life to release a great blessing. 圣灵来到我们的生命身上，是要释放神极大的主。How many want once a great blessing? God is going to give this handsome young man a great blessing. Amen. This man have a desire to serve God. When I look at this man, I find that he has the same potential of greatness as one of the Bible character in the Bible. 我看到他的时候，我想起圣经里面记载一个有极大灵受神祝福的人。And that man was Jacob. 那个人就是耶稣。Jacob wants the blessing from God. 雅各紧紧的抓住神的应许。And God gave him a great blessing. 神给雅各极大的。He became Israel used mightily by God. 他的名字成为以色列，他被神极重使用。And inside this man, there is such a desire, like Jacob. He wants that blessing from heaven. But how are you going to get the blessing? The second thing when the Holy Spirit comes upon this man's life is to bring him. Into an experience called the crucified life. When God comes into his life, He wants to give him a crucifixion. When you go through a crucifixion of self-life, that is the true, genuine working of the Holy Spirit. When you go through a crucifixion of self-life, that is the true, genuine working of the Holy Spirit. Your path has been marked by God. You can go on your way to greatness. But he has to go through that way, the crucified life. 
Every other shortcut will not bring you to your great dream. God is giving you this this key. A great blessing is coming your way, my brother. Walk softly every day before God. Walk humbly every day before God. And the days ahead of you will be great days. Amen. So now you know how to get the great blessing. Now we talk about the third reason why the Holy Spirit come into your life. It is simply for the preparation of the bride of Christ. Because the Holy Spirit has a very important purpose and that is to beautify you with the ornament of holiness so that you are beautiful in the sight of your bridegroom. Remember the not the the beloved said, Wow, you're so beautiful. You have dove's eyes. Wow, that is the most beautiful eyes. You have very beautiful eyes. You know why? When the Holy Ghost, which is the picture of the dove, the white dove, when the Holy Spirit is on your life, that life overflows out of you. And, and people can see Christ in you. People can sense the Holy Spirit in you. People see the dove in your eyes. The dove in the eyes of your soul. So all my beautiful ladies, you want to have beautiful eyes, ask the Holy Spirit to come into your eyes. Number four. The reason why the Holy Spirit come on planet Earth is for the glorification of Christ in the church. That is, Christ will become the head. Christ will become the Lord of our life. So whenever Jesus the Spirit of God come into our life, we say, God, you are God. What do you mean by God? You are really God in my life. What do you mean by that? 
当我们说神啊，你真是神，我们在这样讲的时候是什么意思 ？I really enjoy how things are done tonight。我真的是感觉今天晚上啊，事情成就的那个方式是让我喜悦的。I enjoy preaching tonight。我今天晚上很喜悦啊，在今天能够分享信息。Do you remember there was a verse that says in Galatians chapter five, verse sixteen, "Walk in the Spirit." When you read that verse, you say, "Oh, I know what is walking in the Spirit." So, when you read that verse, you say, "Oh, I know what is walking in the Spirit." So, when you read that <laughs> It's not that. Because the word "walk" is only mentioned two times in the New Testament. This unique word is called "stokeo." It means to keep in step with the Holy Spirit. 那个意思是与圣灵每一个步伐都完全的吻合，而且相对称。Having a heart of submission to the Holy Spirit， 就是一个人的心对圣灵有完全的顺服，而且跟从的心。What do you mean by God is God in my life？ 当我们说神真是神，在我们生命里面他是神。Stokeo is a military term。Stokeo is a military term. Now, have you gone to the military base before? You have gone to the military base. Now, I have served in the army before. When the captain say "attention," and everyone stood still. I remember one time, my friend. When standing still, scratch his head. <laughs> And he said, "Everybody, because of him, drop to the ground. Thirty push up." <laughs> Punishment for disobeying that one order. 就让整个队的队员都做服役。Every soldier learn how to obey the commandment of the commander. 就在军队里面的军人就是要学习怎么样来绝对的顺服那个带队的人。Stokeo is about the Holy Spirit. It's the commander giving the commander command to his soldier, which is you and me. 所以 ，Stokeo 的意思就是让圣灵作为那个指挥官，很清楚的对队员来下命令，让这个队员完全遵照他所说的来做。God is God in your life when you say yes, sir. I obey. 所以，当我们说神是我们生命中的神，我们的意思应该是说，是的，神，你说什么我就做什么。神说什么你就做什么，是吗？<笑>还是不是？在我们生里面，是不是神说什么你就做什么呢 ？Stokeo has to do with living habitually in submission to the Holy Spirit. 所以 ，OK， 那个希腊文本身的意思就是在神的里面完全的顺服，与他同居住。That commandment from the commander captured 
the life and attention of that person. It means Stokeo means being responsive to be under the control and the domination and the influential guidance of the Holy Spirit. There are very few soldiers in the body of Christ today. Because everyone a war. It was a war explained to them. A war means you run away. From that army life, you run away from that life. You deserted the army. That's a war. A war. The 意思就是啊，从部队里面，因为受不了那个严格的啊那个纪律，就从部队当中逃走。God is God. When you say yes all the way, all my life. 当我们说神是神的时候，我们是说神啊，是的，说的，我一路要遵循到底。Say yes. 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 Ready? How many of you love Jesus? No, say yes. Yes. How many of you gonna live a holy life? Only some say yes. Some not sure. How many of you gonna live a holy life? Oh, still some are not saying yes. You're not sure. You're you're still living in doubt. How many of you want to live a holy life? Yeah. How many of you want to obey God? Yeah. Why? Why do you obey God? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. What's that? Whoa! Days of heaven upon the earth. Number five. Why the Holy Spirit comes to planet Earth? The Holy Spirit come to planet Earth into your life is to bring about revelation of truth. The Holy Spirit not just to give you goosebumps feelings. Oh, they say, oh, I, I have that goosebumps feeling. You are not a goose. <laughs> the Holy Spirit comes primarily as the Spirit of Truth to lead you into all truth. Ladies and gentlemen, if you tell me now you're filled with the Holy Ghost and you don't stand up reading your Bible, you don't appreciate the Word of God, I doubt that is the true working of the Holy Spirit. If you're filled with the Holy Ghost and you disobey the laws of God, you disobey the words of the Scriptures. I doubt the Holy Ghost is upon your life. Think of my Bible says, when the Holy Spirit come upon you, He will bring you into truth and not lies. I call it revelation 
of truth that sets you free. 我讲说这个六层功能乃是真理的启发在你的生命里面。With all that now, we are now entering into what we are going to say, the crucial need of this present age. 讲了三百钥匙，讲了这五个目的，我们才真正要开始进入到今天的主题。好，当今这个时刻最需要的是什么？现在我们要开始了。<laughs> Don't worry, tomorrow night is shorter. Now, how do we walk with Jesus? Now, quickly, I want to share three things before I say about that message. These two men called the two disciples walking on the road to Emmaus and he met Jesus. Amen. First thing you notice about their life, I'm going to talk about the 3D. First thing you talk about their life is that they were walking, did they say, wow, how's the stock market, huh? <laughs> How's the weather? It is the fight in Los Angeles or in California? Stop. Tomorrow I'll talk to you why the fire broke out in Los Angeles, what God is saying about that incident. You want to know? Come tomorrow. <laughs> so they were walking. They didn't say, oh, um, what's the best place to eat in town? <laughs> no, no, no. They were talking about a person. They were talking about, oh, three days ago, something happened on Friday, um, the one that we love most have died. Jesus have died. <laughs> they were not talking about themselves, they were talking about spiritual realities, they were talking about the Messiah. So how do you walk with God? Firstly, you must develop devoutness. Devoutness means that you are filled with hunger and thirst for God and spiritual things. Example, the Puritans, they are devout Christians. They love God and the Word of God. That's the first thing. You saw them talking about nothing but Jesus. So I pray that when you're walking, I pray all of you are going back on your car to New Jersey on your way. Talk about Jesus. 
所以我希望你啊，今天晚上这些要回去德西州的人，整个车程都在谈有关耶稣的事。And the number two, yeah. While they were walking, they met a third person, and it was the Rabbi Jesus. 当他在他们两个在行走的时候，他们遇见了第三个人啊，这个是他们所称的夫子拉比。And then this rabbi teacher Jesus began to open up the Bible from the first book of the Old Testament until the last book of the Old Testament. He began to talk to them about himself. 而这个耶稣这个夫子在跟他们相遇之后，就从啊书卷的第一卷啊谈到最后一卷，来谈论整个书卷圣经里面所讲的事情，有关于他。The second thing that you must develop in your life is what I call a disciplined life. 第二个我要谈的原则就是要一个有纪律的生活。You must have diligence. 你必须非常勤劳。You must learn to feast on His word. 你必须以他的话语来当做美食，当做大餐。Maybe you don't understand. 或许你不知道。Because when Jesus opened up the Old Testament, 当耶稣为这两个人展开旧约书卷的时候 ，What do we say our left hand is? 我们举啊右手，我们是说什么 ？Walk. What do we say about our right hand? Communion. At this point, when Jesus opened up the Word, he is talking about communion. 所以当耶稣为他们展开旧约书卷，乃是谈论到神借着这样的方式来与他们相交。Jesus was communing with his disciples through the sharing of the scriptures。所以耶稣就是借着相交这样的方式，把圣经里面的真理来传达显明。There was communion all the way through on the road to Emmaus。所以在往以马五十的正标道路上，耶稣不断的借着书卷啊，一个一个向他们来显明。Do you know how long is that communion？ 你知道这样的一个相交交谈有多久吗 ？I will give you a figure。我会给你一个大概的数字。From Jerusalem to Bethany is two miles apart。啊，从耶路撒冷到 Bethany， 多大是两里路？ And two miles apart, according to a scholar, he said it takes you 55 minutes to walk. 两里的路大概要行走五十五分钟 But from Jerusalem to the village Emmaus is seven miles or eleven kilometers. 从一马五十，从耶路撒冷到一马五十，大概是 seven miles. 啊，十一个 mile 或者是 Oh no, seven miles. Mile 七英里或者是十一公里 Amen. So eleven miles will be equivalent to one hundred and ninety-two minutes. So, just one hundred and ninety-two. Put it more simply, is three hours and twelve minutes. That's how long that road is. When they were just talking for a little while, Jesus joined them, which means that Jesus joined them at least for two and a half hours or two hours. So, 
圣经描述说，当他们走一段之后，耶稣就出现了，因为他们行走了一万五十。换句话说，耶稣至少与他们同行了两个半小时。How long did Jesus share the scriptures with them? Not five minutes, not fifteen minutes from the daily bread. 所以耶稣与他们分享的经节不是五分钟，不是啊、呃、每日灵粮啊几分钟而已，但是很长的时间。Jesus went from book to book. 耶稣跟他分享是一卷书到一卷书。From the books of the Moses. 所以从摩西的书卷。From the books of the Psalms. 从诗篇。And from the books of the prophets. 从先知书。All the way. To Malachi, 一直讲到马拉基书 ，thirty-nine books， 总共三十九卷。thirty-nine books take how long to talk it over？ 如果你要讲三十九卷，你要花多少时间来讲呢 ？God at least spent two hours with his disciples。所以耶稣在这条路上至少花了两个小时密集的来跟他们。If you don't have a discipline, you cannot spend two hours in the Word。如果你没有When I was reading the Bible this afternoon, then the Lord says, "Son, do you know what it means from all the books of the Moses, from the books of Psalms and the books of the prophets?" He said, "All the books of the Moses touches the body life, the body dimension." 啊，所有摩西的书是啊，有关于神的啊身体。Psalms talks about your soul. My soul lifted up and praised the Lord. Talks about your soul dimension. 所以啊，在诗篇里面是谈到有关于啊人的啊魂啊人的心的这个啊啊这个度这个层面。The prophets are all those who move in the realm of the spirit. Talks about the spirit dimension. 所以我们在看先知书的时候呢，是神带我们来经历那个由圣灵来带领。Do you know that the books talks about your body, your soul, and your spirit condition? You 很清楚知道，当耶稣把真理啊经卷讲给我们听的时候，他是把啊身体、把魂、把心、把灵都讲给我们听嘛。Third thing is that there is discernment in the disciples. 所以第三个事情还是告诉我们说，这两个门徒有需要一个。They say, "Hey, when he was talking to us, don't you remember our hearts was burning?" These two disciples said, "When that priest told us, our hearts were burning." They said, "Hey, when that priest told us, our hearts were burning." They said, "Hey, when that priest told us, our hearts were burning." They said, "Hey, when that priest told us, our hearts were burning." Dull mind. But if we go back to the Bible, and really seriously read your Bible, read your Bible. Don't say 东一边西一边，这里哪一点，那里哪一点。他们说是蜻蜓点水，是不是？他们说是啊 ，dragonfly 在水上飘啊飘。啊 ，No，Jesus say，let's go through book after book in order。神乃是告诉我们说，这这段经节告诉我们，读圣经是一卷一卷的在神的面前来细细的读。Amen，young ladies，from Genesis to Revelation。
Don't say, oh, I, I, I don't like, I don't like Exodus, I don't like Deuteronomy, I like Psalms. And the whole life you came around Psalms. Psalm 1, Psalm 2, whole life 50 years on earth is Psalm, 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 Psalm. The Bible says, I just want to read a, a two verse with you now. Let, let's take, take a look at Luke 24 again. Uh, Luke 24, verse 16. But their eyes were holden that they should not know him. Then look with me also in verse 31. And their eyes were open and they knew him. Uh, 31. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is what you are here for tonight. You say, oh, I'm sitting so uncomfortably for so long, the chair is so cold and hot. Now, I'm coming to the point of what it means, the most crucial need of our life right now. This is what you are here for tonight. And this is what we are going to pray for tonight. The Bible says in verse 18, their eyes were not open. Then the Bible says later on, their eyes were open and they knew him. The first condition, when their eyes were not open, they do not know Jesus. The second time the eyes were open, the Bible said they knew Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, the most crucial need today, like the disciples of old, is that our eyes need to be open. That's what we need today. You say, I know him. The word knew him in verse 31 is epigenosco, means to know God fully. Have you arrived at that stage of knowing God clearly and fully? Tonight, the greatest need is that our eyes be open in Jesus' name. It's not for our eyes to be open to see more greenbacks. Greenbacks means the American dollars. <laughs> Hallelujah. What is revelation? You see, how do, what does it take for your eyes to be open? 
is that if you understand what took place in between verse 17 and verse 30. What happens in that few verses? Jesus came and opened up the revelation of the truth of God. He said, Mika 5 2. It was pointing to Jesus. He said, brother, what, what, what is the simplest definition of revelation? Revelation is, when you read from Genesis to Revelation, is Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Because that was what Jesus went through with them from all the books of the Bible to show them about himself. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, I let me tell you what is the proof of revelation in your life. Are you ready? Revelation simply means preoccupation with Jesus. Your mind is captured by Jesus. Your heart is nothing but thinking about Jesus. Revelation comes when you go through the gleaning of the Word of God, books after books. That's why back to the Bible is very good. You have introduced a speaker back to the Bible is very good. Your brother Abraham Chang. Your brother Abraham. <laughs> Amen. Now here, revelation is birth to something. Revelation is birth through resurrection. To res resurrection. Without resurrection, there is no revelation. Because if, if Jesus is still not resurrected in the tomb, then Jesus cannot teach them about himself. Yet, without, now notice the formula, without revelation, re resurrection, there is no revelation. Yet, revelation produced resurrection. Because we are going to say, 
When the revelation of God's word came about, he said, That is about me. They said, My heart was burning. The life of God was quickened in their soul. They were burning. Ladies and gentlemen, a lot of people want hands to lay on him. But very few experience the fire of God in their life day by day. Is your feet burn with fire? We must pray for the fire to burn from our heart and burn all over our body. Now notice the journey from Jerusalem go to Emmaus. Then the Bible say from Emmaus they went back to Jerusalem. Now watch, watch. From Jerusalem, the starting point. Jerusalem in the Hebrew means Salem means peace. Now watch what is life in the depth. Life in the depth starts your journey from Jerusalem. Jerusalem means peace with God. Romans 5.1 Then when they were walking to Emmaus, Jesus was walking with them. They sensed the peace in their heart. Now is peace in God. Now watch again. Three three places. Jerusalem, Emmaus, Jerusalem. Life in the depths have these three experiences. First you have peace with God. Then when you're walking with Jesus, you enter into peace in God. And then the Bible says, from Emmaus, they went back to Jerusalem to look for the 11 disciples. When they enter into the third stage, it's called peace of God. That is Philippians chapter 4, verse 7 onwards. He said, The peace of God will guard your hearts and your mind. You started off with, you got something, you got a blessing called peace. 
一开始我们从耶路撒冷出发的时候，我们是从神得到一些东西，这个包括平安。And when you were walking with Jesus, you realize that this peace now is living in you. You have the peace in your life. 当我们走到伊玛乌斯的时候，我们突然发现这个平安是住在我们里面。And finally, when you reach into life in the depths, now Jerusalem is in you. It's called peace of God. God is now your very peace. 所以，当你啊又回到耶路耶路撒冷的时候，啊，这个乃是你自己把神当作是你安息的地方。God now is your very peace. 你有神，你就有平安。Show me a man with peace. I'll tell you that man is walking with God. 你要指出来任何一个人啊，他里面有真实的平安，我就知道那个人是与神同行。Do you have deep peace? 你是否有深度生命？那里面有真实的平安。Are you in peace or in pieces? <笑>你是在平安的里面，还是你是支离破碎 ？That is life in the depth. 那就是有深度的生命。You say, Pastor, what are the evidence of life in the depth? 如果我说牧师还有什么其他有深度生命的证据 ？The Bible says Luke twenty four there was a woman that brought spices on resurrection morning。二十四章路加福音二十三告诉我们说有一个妇人带着极重的啊香膏来到他面前。Do you have spices？ 你是否有这样的香料在你 ？Do you have a life of worship？ 你是不是有一个敬拜神的生命 ？Are you a worshiper？ But I'll, I'll say even more deep. Are you a fragrant life? Fragrant life. A life of fragrance. Or are you a stinking life? Do people look at you and say that stinks? Don't come near him. You say, Pastor, I believe I have peace in my heart tonight. But I want to reach that area where God is my very peace in my life and in my circumstance. I want God to be my peace, Jehovah Shalom. You want to know the key? Is the word Emmaus? You must take Emmaus with you and go to Jerusalem. Emmaus in the Greek it means a hot spring, 温泉 hot spring. Emmaus 在希腊文原文的意思是啊一个心它。You see, when there is water bubbling up from a spring, water is the source of life. Are you ready? I'm. I'm going to give you this key now. The key is take what? Not take your dog along with you. Take what? Take what? Emmaus with you, and you will reach Jerusalem. You will reach Jerusalem. 
Ladies and gentlemen, if America and all the churches and the Christians were to take emails with them, if another terrorism ever hit America, there would be no panic and no fear. Do you know why you panic? Because there's no Emmaus in your life. You say, what is Emmaus? Emmaus means a place of the spring where there's water coming out from the ground. Water is the source of life. Simply means this. Do you have a spring of life bubbling up from within you? My friends from New Jersey, on Sunday night, I'm going to talk about this spring. The spring of life bubbling up. Put it simply, it means life. Do you have life? I'm not talking about bios life, your natural life. I'm talking about spiritual life. I love all of you from New Jersey. This is this. What is life? One John five twelve. One John five twelve. He that has the Son has life. He that has not the Son has no life. At Emmaus, what did they do? They said, Jesus, it's nightfall now. Can you stay with us and abide with us? When Jesus was abiding in their house, when you abide in Jesus and Jesus abide in your branch, when you have life, you have Jesus, and you go to Jerusalem, Jehovah Shalom is with you. You say, how do I touch this life? I'll talk about it in detail tomorrow night. So I'm so sorry, if you come tonight, you don't come tomorrow, you only have part one, you don't have part two. <laughs> so please come for part two. But I'll share now briefly with you. From another point of view. How do you touch life? 
I'll share two points and tomorrow one more point. So tomorrow only one point. So tomorrow short sermon. I guarantee you, you reach home before midnight tomorrow. Guarantee. Trust me, one point tomorrow. One point. But you will cry. You cry. So the first point. Emmaus means hot spring. You want to touch life, better be caught for Jesus. You must receive hot spring, hot fervent desire for Jesus. If you are hot for Jesus, you touch life. And I believe for all my brothers and sisters from New Jersey, you come all the way, you are hot for Jesus. Number two, how do you touch life? I say again, tomorrow only one point. Please come tomorrow. How do you touch life? Revelation. This is what we need. Revelation. Let our eyes be open. Now, I want to go through very quickly without turning to the Bible. We have no time left. Just look at me, alright? I want to pray three Prayers of Revelation. The first prayer that I want to pray together with you is actually taken from Luke 24:45. Don't turn your Bible. Luke 24:45. The Bible says he opened up their mind, the news of their understanding. <laughs> Now, this word open is a very unique word. You see, when Jesus opened up their understanding, that understanding comes from the Greek word sunini. It means mental understanding. It means this. How many of you have bought a set called Jigsaw Puzzle? So what they do is that they put all the pieces and they put it together and they saw the, the clear picture. So when you put all the facts and all the truth about Jesus, put them together from Genesis to Malachi, they saw who Jesus was. That is Sunini. 
。损一米的意思就是，当耶稣跟他们同行的时候，从启示啊，从世纪一直跟他们讲每一卷书，每一卷书，好像一个啊，这个拼图的这个片段片段，啊，把它拼凑起来，他们能够看清楚整个耶稣的图像。You say, Pastor, that not that doesn't need prayer. 啊，你会问我，你会告诉我说，牧师那个好像不在讲祷告。切，广东话湿湿水。切，这样容易，我不用祷告的。这个广东话说，上上水，<笑>简单，这么容易，这么简单，为什么要祷告 ？You don't understand because in that verse he say God open the understanding. The word open there is a very deep word. Is the word the end no go? The end no go means to open thoroughly, completely. The end no go is. 整个把你的心眼完全的敞开，所以在这边的知识用的非常深。你说 What do you mean by to have an open mind? What do you mean by that? 好，在这边开了他的心窍，到底是什么意思 ？Actually, it gives you an idea from the Old Testament of a pregnant woman gave birth to the firstborn child, and when they gave birth, the womb, the vagina was opened up. 他们生孩子是关脚还是开脚的？开脚。整个开了，婴孩出来 ，that's thoroughly open。第二个，在这边开的意思是啊，从旧约的字引用出来。这个旧约在用的时候，这个字在用的时候是在描述一个啊生产的妇人，她特别在产第一胎的时候，她是把她的脚完全的开到一个啊。The reason why we don't have revelation tonight is because our mind is still closed. I'm telling you, our mind is still closed. That's the reason why we need to pray. Second prayer. The Bible say, He say, when He was breaking bread to us, we know Him. 神告诉我们说，当耶稣跟门徒一起脱贫的时候，门徒的心眼就开了，知道是他。That was in verse thirty-five. 这是在第三十五节的地方。That's the second prayer. 这是第二个祷告。He say, when He give us bread. We know him. Jesus used this word "know" in the Greek. Is the word "genosko." Genosko means to know something experientially beyond just mere knowledge. So, this word in Greek means to know something. 经验当中，你超越了你理性的知识，而在经验里面，你经历到那个事情本身。Beyond head knowledge to heart knowledge。换句话说，是把你在头脑里面的知识，把它变成心里头的。I call it illuminative experience。我把这样的一个知识称作是被神明亮出来的。How do you know? I know that I know. If someone asks you, "How do you know?" you can answer, "I know that I know." This genosco has to do with knowledge. It has to do with the soul. 
，所以拿手这个知识，必须在心里面深深的知道的那个知道。So the second prayer we're going to pray, if we're going to pray that you have a breakthrough into an experience where you have a tangible touch of the manifested presence of Jesus. 第二个祷告就是在神的面前祷告说：“神啊，求你让我原有的知识能够突破，而且能够进入到你，让我触摸到你自己是一个这么可触摸、这么真实，让我摸得到生命的那位神。” Can I be honest with you? Can you be honest with me that in your churches, nine out of ten Christians are having hate knowledge? They don't have an experience, an encounter with God, a living encounter. They don't have. So do you think we need that kind of prayer? Yes, we need that prayer. So, you, you, do you think we need that kind of prayer? Yes, we need that prayer. And thirdly, the third prayer, it was in verse thirty-one. He said their eyes were open and they knew him. The word "knew" is epigenosco to know God fully. Epigenosco 就是在这边所用的知识，认识神，完完全全的认识神。Now you have a revelation. 如今你有一个完整的一个启示。Revelation is born out of your human spirit. 启示是从你人的灵来出来的。Don't our heart burns when he was speaking to us on the way to Damascus, Emmaus? 当门徒说那位夫子跟我们走在以马五十道路上的时候，我们的心不是火热吗 ？So we're going to pray these three prayers. 所以我们今天晚上要为这三个啊事情来祷告。All right. Do you know right now that the presence of God is in this house? I don't know about you. I'm telling you that the fire of God is in this house. First prayer. If you want to have a mental breakthrough in your mind. To remove the dullness in your mind, I want to put you to put your hands over your mind. I put my hands over my mind in 1985, and I prayed for one whole year. Because I saw Kenneth Hagen pray that prayer. And when God gave me that gift, I read my Bible in a fresh new way. If tonight some of you cannot understand your Bible, I'm telling you, you must pray over your mind. And as you put your hands over your mind, Just ask God to give you a breakthrough in your mind. 寻求祷告，祈求神
Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, fill us with the Spirit, fill us with the Spirit of revelation and understanding. Open up every mind. I command your downness to go. I command light of revelation to flow into your mind. I command your mind to be open. Lord, open your mind tonight. In the name of Jesus, open up your minds right now. Open up your minds. Open your minds. Your minds are now being opened. This is what I saw in the vision. Your minds are now being opened. Hallelujah. Something is going to happen to your mind. Your mind is open tonight. Now I want you to put your hands over your heart. We are going to pray a second prayer. We're going to pray that you will have an experience and an encounter with Jesus. If you want to have an experience with God, put your hand on your heart area. In the name of Jesus, Lord, you bring them into a living experience with you. Let them experience the manifest presence of God. Let them experience the manifest presence of God. Let them, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, we're going to pray the third prayer. We're going to put it on our belly. The belly is the resident of the human spirit. The spirit is where revelation is born. Revelation is not born in your head, it is born in the womb of the Spirit. Lord Jesus, Lord, bring that revelation into the womb of the Spirit. Breathe that Ruah, that breath into their spirit. 